KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there. From KUT and KUTX Studios. This is KUT. In the neighborhood around 12th and Chacon Streets in East Austin, a lot has changed. New homes, new businesses, new residents. But there are some things that have stayed the same. As part of our On My Block series, KUT's Lauren Hubbard brings us to Marshall's Barbershop, a longtime fixture in the neighborhood. We're one of the mom and pops of, of barbershops. You know what I'm saying? We've been here, but we're not a, a big franchise. We can't fight with some of the big money that, that's, in, that's coming in. And, you know, you just it's kind of one of the things. It's kind of part of growth, I guess you can say. Over 30 years ago, Marshall's Barbershop made a home on 12th and Chacon. It's one of the few black-owned businesses that remain on 12th Street. Marshall sits on top of a hill near the corner. The three barbers are either cleaning their clippers, cutting hair, or debating sports. There's laughter and yelling, but it's welcoming to anyone who steps through the door onto the black and white checkered floor. The owner, Eldrick Jermaine Cooper, remembers when he first started working at the shop. I became a barber because I was used to go to a barber shop out south and walking in and, and hanging out at the barber shop. It was just kind of one of the places that you could be yourself. You know, you could, you could find out great information. You, and it was a lot of positive role models as, as the barbers. You know, the barbers was, they was positive. They, they was black business owners, you know what I'm saying? And, and they cut every type of person hair, you know what I'm saying? From the good, the bad, and the ugly, as you may want to say. But no, being around them guys, I like, you know, being around something like that and wanting to be a part of something like that. Brett Sullivan is another barber here. He's been at Marshall since 2002. Uh, I started cutting my own hair when I was like 12 or 13. Watching my older brother cut his hair and we had clippers at the house. And other people wanted me to cut their hair when they saw my hair and it just took off from there. Being a barber ran in Kirk Mathis' family. My dad, I was like 10 years old when I first started cutting his hair. It wasn't really spectacular, you know, I just started cutting his hair. And then I took, what, well, 13, I started taking it seriously, so I love it. And I got about, like, 17 to 18 people in my family that does hair. The barbers say the shop is the cornerstone of the neighborhood for black men. Guys don't just come here for a haircut. They come for the conversation and the bonds they formed in their time there. It's fun. Sometimes it's like a, like a lounge or, like, locker room type atmosphere. But we are very respectful, like when we have ladies and, you know, kids in here, we, you know, we tone it down a lot. But uh, other than that, it's just like a hangout, you know what I mean? And, uh, like, I work here, but it's not, I like doing what I do, so it's not like work. Although cutting hair is a big part of the job, the barbers are also there to get to know their clients. Here's Jermaine again. Helping people and people helping me. That's the best reward I could get out of this business. I think iron sharpens iron. You know what I'm saying? I need something from them just as much as they need something from me. You know what I'm saying? And we all have that. We all got a special gift. 
and sometimes it's just being around people and finding out what their gift is to understand your gift, what you got. The barbershop is one of them last places that most people can be what they want to be. And some of the history that comes along with being here in a predominantly black area, black neighborhoods, you know, you kind of know a lot of stuff that doesn't happen. The history that came through here. So I think that's one of the biggest things you preserve in some of the history that then came through here. And you help people grow. And after decades in East Austin, Jermaine has seen plenty of growth and change here. I've seen more Caucasians move in. I've seen businesses that used to be here that's not here no more. I've seen families, you know, left. So what's Marshall's future? Will it still be in East Austin? The the money is, you know, it's, it's coming. It, it, it's, it's like with anything. If the money is here, it's going to move a lot of people out of here. This is something you just can't change. If you want to move somewhere and you got the money, somebody's going to come in. And it's going to, you know, it's going to change some things. Look at the where you're at. You're, you're within five to ten minutes from everywhere in Austin. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a prime property when it's all said and done. If we did leave this spot right here, then, you know, we'd be, like, greatly missed, you know what I mean, by a lot of people that, that you know, like I say, that, that come back and, you know, from all over the nation. And if we're not here, you know, it would probably be a shock. But Jermaine has mixed feelings about the situation. Would I love to be here? Yes. But for it to keep here, there'd have to be a lot of changes, you know, happen. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of help, you know. And first of all, it just got to be from the good Lord. If he wants us here, it'll be here some kind of way. Lauren Hubbard, KUT News.